Hey guys, welcome to HKC217 Podcast, powered by All Seasons Energy. This episode is sponsored by RD Racing, who've been helping us out uh, with some rider coaching and some mechanical support for the last three rounds of the BNB. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the third round of the British Mini Bikes Championship and also the RD Racing teammate, Zach Weston, who's been racing at Snetterton, which we went to visit, uh, which was good going to Bemsey and see what happens behind the scenes there. And we're also going to be covering the French MotoGP Grand Prix and our Fantasy League, which is... Grand Prix. Grand... Uh, same thing. People say different things. Um, yeah, and also his MotoGP th- Fantasy League. <laughs> As we roll in, um, we'll go straight into the British Spinnerback Championship. Yeah. We're a bumper episode this one. I'm trying to catch up a little bit. We did get a little bit behind. So we're going to go into the race report and what happened up at Sunny Raura. Yeah. So decent weather. We got up there. It was raining and not raining on the first day. Had a nip into Whitehaven, which was pretty cool. Mm. Had a nip to sea. Oh, what's along the cliff? Looking for the Island Man. Yeah, we managed. We walked right along the cliff. We seen this like massive, massive like tower. You said it were a really old lighthouse that they used to light a big. I'm not sure what it was actually. We do need to actually look yeah, into what it was. It. Um, but yeah, big tower, and then walk right along the right along the cliff, and we got my um, my binocular out to try and see if we could see Isle of Man, and then we realised we didn't even need the binocular; we could just see it with his eyes. Yeah, we were, we were looking for it for quite a while. We walked up a little bit, and I think like the there might have been a bit of sea mist, maybe. Yeah. But eventually, it was like the clouds parted, and we realised, wow, it's there! Oh, wow, we can actually see it with the naked eye, which we're Pretty cool. Yeah. So it was really nice way White Haven. We stopped. Is it White Haven? Yeah. We stopped in the harbour area. Had a nice lunch there at a, mm. a little like bar, like a bar restaurant, wasn't it? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Weather wise, all week we were looking at it. It was going to be hit and miss, and then kind of improved a little bit towards as the weekend went on. Certainly got warm that day. Nearly got caught in a massive storm or rainstorm. Yeah. Uh, coming back to the car, so we had to spring back to the car. Uh, went back to the track. One of the first people that got to the track uh, on that day, we got back to the track and a lot of people were there then. And we set up partially. Steve rocked up. We will go into practice day. Weather was fantastic. You were pushing your lap times and tweaking with your setup on the 110 and 160. Really looking forward to the races. Pretty, yeah, nice weather, wasn't it? Yeah, nice weather, yeah. Really nice weather. The really good day there. Plenty of track time, really, really good. So we'll head it into qualifying and we'll combine the qualifying on the 110 and the 160. Was looking forward to qualification. The weather again was fantastic and you qualified in pole position on the 110 and P3 on the 160, which was in the open class, yeah, and that was the highest ever grip start for the 160 class. So positive Starts yeah. of the weekend, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. I didn't didn't think I were gonna get gonna get that high in the one sixty, but it it were yeah, it were really positive. That I got third in the one sixties. So yeah, so we'll move into the one ten races and we'll combine all the one ten races together. So race one, unfortunately, on the sighting lap, round to the grid, your engine stalled. I tried to restart the bike several times. The marshal also tried a couple of times. Maybe once or twice was it, yeah. and uh, and then he was told on the radio, which you heard, uh, that you had to clear the track, so you had to jump over the barrier, 
and go and sit in the little sad sack shed. Uh, I just got up there as Hudson were like crossing the barrier, so I went and joined him in the sad sack shed, and we watched the race from the shed, which was something that we've never had to do before. Yeah, kind of awkward silence uh, in that shed, but yeah, uh, got over to the bike and. Unfortunately, I started straight back up, so bit of a bummer. We did understand it, what, um, why they have to clear track, and it, they they wouldn't persist in restarting it. But it is what it is. These things happen. Mm. Hudson really took it really well after the initial guttiness or yeah, the frustration of what had happened. But I've, I mean, we've seen other people have to do that before. Yeah, we've seen other people crash on the sighting lap. That's mm, uh, even worse. We've seen other people yeah, throttle that, cables come off. Yeah, Lucas throttle cable yeah. broke in a race and he's had to sit and watch a race during race. That's pretty bad. Not something that you've ever actually done before that. So that was race one. And then we'll go on to race two. As you had a larger lap time in race one, you had to start from the back of the grid. You had a fantastic chat with Harley McCabe and... Steve as well, yeah, weren't it? Um, yeah. Well, you put together kind of a plan mm. um, for the race or for the start. With this plan in mind, you took to the grid, ready for the race. You got a fantastic start, taking four riders yeah. before the first corner. And then you made a move on P2 at the hairpin, which then set you to close down Parker in P1. Staying with Parker until the end of lap eight, you were like right on his tail yeah. right until the end of lap 8 you made your move on the final corner of the track to get into first position and held on to the lead for like four four laps I think it was yeah I managed to pull quite a good gap on him uh, I'll, you were on pit border how big were the gap yeah, I'm not sure we'd have to pull up that stat but yeah it, it were uh, a, a great race if you look over on Hudson's uh, YouTube channel we've got the footage of the lap one of the race, which is pretty epic, actually. It's really, really good. Uh, Parker's dad just actually, actually asked me to send him that video of the opening lap, oh. which I've sent him, and he's put it on his Instagram as well. So you'll see that. I mean, it's f- fantastic racing there. Uh, Hudson following Parker for a good eight laps, isn't it? Mm. Looks really good. Yeah, really never good. actually had the GoPro up on there on the front of the. Of, on the front of the bike near the radiator, I yeah, think it is, yeah. Yeah, right right in the front. Smooth as butter, really high quality. Yeah, quite, super good. Quite amazing. Really good uh, footage, yeah. Really good footage. So, Go check that out on my um, on my Instagram. On your Instagram, it's on your YouTube channel. Straight into race three, back on pole position from getting a lap in lap two. I think in lap two, I think you did actually do your fastest lap over the weekend. We can check that. Starting from pole position, started well, led the whole race. Unfortunately, Parker came off. We're a little bit behind you. I think you're on like four seconds behind you now. Maybe even not that. Maybe two seconds behind you. A second and a half behind you. Uh, Parker come off. They tried to rejoin him into the race. And I think his foot peg was loose. Uh, and his foot peg come off. So he did a lap and then he had to retire. Which were really unfortunate. So again, you're watching another rider go through the heartache. Of kind of what happened with Hudson a little bit. So a great couple of wins. Under your belt after a disappointing start to the 110. Weekend, so we'll go into the 160 race one. P3 started the race. We put a new tyre on the back of the Old Valley 160. It felt like you didn't have the confidence in the rear of the bike a, a little bit. Mm. Uh, and it eventually comes to you like two or three laps in. You had Daniel bang behind you, pushing you, 
to try and pinch third place off you, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was, you come third in class, uh, second in class was Parker, first in class was Arne, who was flying all weekend, uh, and that was your first Ovali 160 Cup win. Going into race two, P3 from the grid, was confident with the bike, I felt I had the pace to push for a push push on with the leaders, Arne stormed off, and th- uh, and thought otherwise, <laughs> uh, so I had to battle with Parker, which I felt I had the pace to test him. But this time I was forced with faced with engine problems, so I had to drop the pace a little and ease the bike home for another third in class first in the Oval Valley One Sixty Cup and race three. This time it was intermittent raining. I think it did actually rain through the race. We opted for wets. It was the right choice because it did rain pretty bad and then it's it, then it stopped for yeah, the race didn't stopped, it yeah uh, didn't feel i needed to push i was happy with fourth in class daniel come and took you for third mm. uh, i mean like daniel uh, parker and arnie were like trapping on quite a significant amount yeah. more than you really but it were a bit dicey conditions and you're happy like taking it home in fourth and that also got your fourth of another first in the ovali 160 cup so a fantastic round, despite being disappointed with the one ten, ten race at the start of the meeting. Happy with the results and a, and a great time too, with great weather, weather progression being made in the one sixty. Yeah, really good round that. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, good, good weather. Uh, well, I was asking you actually, like, do do you actually enjoy that track? And you said to me, no. Well. Is it parts of that track? Do you the, want to describe them, what, what the, your thoughts are? From us, from an outsider, it looks an amazing track. It is a good track. It's really nice. Like, Is it smooth? It's, it's really smooth, yeah. There's no no bumps or anything. I th- the only bump is at the corner at the end of the back straight on the exit. There's a, a switch in tarmac, and you just come over that. You just get a little bobble. But compared to other tracks, that's like one of the most smoothest tracks. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good is track. Is it a testing track physically? With that um, heavy braking on them to weapons? Heavy braking coming into there. Yeah, it definitely is physical physical like on your arms and stuff. Um Arm pump. <laughs> no, not arm. Eleven year old. No, no, no. I, I never said arm pump. <laughs> I never said arm or pump. Well, I said arm, <laughs> but I didn't say pump. Yeah, um, just I was just interested. I asked you that other day, didn't I? I just yeah. wanted you you to iterate on that because yeah, from it, the outsiders I mean it, it probably the best looking visual track. Mm. It, it, look, it looks massive, like when you're at the side of the track, it looks massive. But when you're on on the track, it's like it's like quite tight. Could not, Is it a narrow track, difficult to pass uh, on. D- yeah, difficult to pass on. Two or three I, I, places. To like two or three places. Hairpin, hairpin. Hairpin, breaking into there. If you're brave enough, you can get them into there. Or where I was talking about earlier with the bump coming down there. If That's you, a brave bit. Well, no, not not coming on the exit. If you if you get right behind him on the fl- on down the hill, on the flowy bit, yeah, yeah, and then you break into the right hander, um, you can get him down there as well. Uh, but it's medium medium range for overtaking, but it's overall it's a really good track. Right, good weekend then. Mm, yeah, really good. Big shout out to Steve who coming out to that from RD Racing again. Couldn't have really done it without him, I think, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, good, massive shout-out to Zach. Luca, getting back in his levers again. That was fantastic to see. Mm. Uh, Harley come up to see, not us, he was just up there, the young back way, like, round our bit. Uh, we're across from Mike, which were cool as well. We are now. Mm. We're across from Tyler. 
So a massive shout out to Mike and a massive shout out to um, Alan as well. Uh, a little bit of help over. Never goes astray, does it? Listening yeah. to some of these other riders and riders' parents and whatever not. So yeah, yeah, good tips. And good laugh as well. Me and Leigh, that's the most important thing. We had yeah. a good crack that weekend. It were fun, yeah. I mean, like the boys had like Xboxes out. Luca and Zach brought both of the Xboxes. So there was like... Full gaming set up. Our, our, uh, our owning was like... MotoGP on the TV, multiple Xboxes set up on screens outside, <laughs> you know, like Gadget Central. Yeah. Just the way I like it. So we will move over to the BNB results and we'll briefly touch through these as quick as we can. So the overall results, even though they don't give overall points, any, well, overall podiums anymore, well, sorry, overall trophies anymore, yeah. but you can get a rough idea on where everybody's come over the round. So first up is a mini JSM 1. 40. So in first position it's Caden Heron. In second position it it's is Max Robinson. And in third position is Ella Mosgrove. So I believe that she is. I'm, I'm sure she come over with Max. Yeah, I can't be sure for that because I don't. I don't know her name. But going. Well, she was riding because she yeah, definitely she had would, leathers yeah, on. Yeah, she had her leathers on because so we she didn't, yeah, it must, we didn't it, notice her leathers, did we? So congratulations to those three riders there. Yeah. In the next one, we'll go to the um, mini GP. 17 inch and JSM 140. So unfortunately, there's not an overall results for this one. So we will quickly nip into this one. So Callum Atherton, I know that he were on a 125, uh, a senior 125 rider. He come in first position. Lakin Payne come in second position, and Billy Carter come in third position in the sprint race one. There's a mixture of JSM 140s, so there will be different ones on there. I know that Billy. That's his first win on a JSM 140 as well, I think. Yeah, so first he were, podium. First put. Well, oh, no, no he, got, yeah, he, win, he yeah. actually got a win there. Yeah, because we did um, separate. Uh, in race two, it was uh, Callum Atherton again. He's on the he's on the free take one two five senior. Lakin Payne. He's in the free on a free take one two five junior bike, and Billy Carter come in third position overall. So Billy will have actually got a third place overall and the first place for. JSM 140 probably yeah. on that one and we'll go into race 3 on that one it is Callum Atherton uh, who I believe is Lakin's sponsor I think or somebody who helps him out mm. in second position is Lakin Payne in third position is Billy Carter so if you look at them lap times they're like 55 seconds well, not a bad lap time not on them free tech bikes is it free tech, yeah. not bad oh. at all and yeah that's that's yeah, that's all right. Considering that. the disparity at Teesside, yeah, because that it, is not a bad it, blinger, that is it? I think because at Teesside it were, I thought, I'd if I were to say I I would think it the lap times would be worse, yeah, compared to Teesside. Com, I thought the lap times would be worse here compared to my speeding bike. up and slowing down. Yeah, it's be, crazy be, that, isn't because it? of the I noticed the, that the other day. Pins and like speeding up and slowing down. Obviously, and the they acceleration can, they on can them. tonk a little bit. Maybe the yeah. slow pickup of the bikes at T side. Obviously, it affects it more than what we thought. So yeah. a little bit of a shorter, more technical course seems to actually seems to work better. Seems to work a little bit better. So yeah. we'll go into the. Uh, this is the mini bike 140 so overall in first position is michael mead in second position is tommy almond and in third position is stephen humphreys so that's the mini gp 140 mini bike 160 and vets and we'll go to the overall for that one uh, i can separate this one out so the overall um 
for the mini bike 160 is Michael Mead, Med, Mead, Paul Baxter in second position, and James Mostica, who we know who's like localist to us, in third position. And in the mini bike vets, it's Robert Mead and Dean Bednarak. Uh, they're the only two in the mini bike vets class. So that is the and vets so we'll go to the mini gp 110 so obviously we know some of these results here so overall points like i say that they don't really count the overall anymore but leo uh come first in in there so he got 56 points right. hudson got 50 points and parker got 45 points for that so with parker's coming off in race three and you dns in in race one uh, obviously that that's kind of affected the table a little bit there so okay, so oh wow not yeah a bit of a strange one that isn't wow, it wow so leo's in first uh and we will go on to the mini gp 160 overall uh i don't think these are categorized either so these are the all the class so in first position is arnie Carr. in second position is parker cesare and in third position overall is me. Hudson Cooper. So that is the Mini GP 140. I should have clicked on that twice. So let's go on to where are we? That was the 160, sorry. Mini GP 90. That ended up being combined 90. into the Super Mini class. Mini GP 190. So, oh, you can actually see the different ones here. So the Mini GP 190 in first position, Andy Thompson with 61 points. In second position, Tim Patterson with 56 points. And in third position, Tyler Humphreys with 50 points, which is first time that Tyler's rode a 190 there. Mm. I, th I, don't know if they, I don't know if it's on here, but obviously he was... Um... Oh, he didn't, he didn't enter race three, did he? Because it was raining. Oh, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. He won race one, won race two. Didn't enter race three. Yeah, Tyler did quite good on his um on his boneless well, one ninety. He did more better than quite good. So we'll go into the super mini. So I don't think we can cast that one. Is that cast anyway? So uh Andrea Toledo hundred and fifty five points, Paul Baxter with hundred and fifty five points, so that were a dead heat. Equal oh, on wow. points, wow. Uh, and Lewis Smith in third position, so they would have rolled that back on positions probably overall between the three of them races yeah uh, that's a super minute and the final one is overall mini bike 140 190 is that a different class mini bike 190 so aaron sakda in third in first position and jacob smith in second position uh, i don't know what class that is that is that mini gps mini bike 190 is that Mini bike, so that's pit bike. Is that, bikes is that a pit bike one ninety engine? With one ninety, isn't it? So that covers the results of the British mini bikes round yeah. at Raura, Raura, Raura. So we will go over to the. Are we going to go to the MotoGP? Yeah. So we'll go to the French MotoGP now. Mhm. Mm so I will move down over to the French MotoGP. So in the French MotoGP, look at him here, all his stats. All the stats, yeah. So in the French MotoGP, going to qualifying, um, there was a few decent riders in in the in the Q1 of qualifying. So Luca Marina managed to get out of Q1. 
Augusto Fernandez got into Q2 for the first time. I think that is anyway on the KTM, uh, the Gas Gas KTM. Uh, Quattararo, he was stuck in there. Nakagame, so a few notable names that didn't get out of Q1. Quattararo, Nakagame, Mia, Mobadele, Rins, Petrucci. Uh, so we will go into Q2. Uh, Bagnaya took pole uh, only by a fraction 0.058 from Mark Marquez who's come out of nowhere, come back from injury really good to see him back really pushing on a little bit trying on this new Honda chassis um, on, they've got like a new chassis for this Honda bike this yeah. Kallax, obviously it's made, it must have made a must difference have made, yeah uh, in th- uh, and in third position, Luca Marina. So that is for qualifying. So we'll go into the sprint race results. So we'll go to the sprint. And over here, uh, Pekko Bagnaya takes takes pole for the start of the sprint race. Martin pushes up into second on the opening lap. Martin is on Bagnaya and looking strong. Miller crashes out and Marquez is up to third. Martin takes Bagnaya and then as Pekko battles with Marquez, Binder comes in. And steals third, so like that, like a kind of like mugged them both off a little bit. Uh, Martin checks out in front, and Binder pulls away from the pack. Pecco and Mark battle it out for the for their podium places. Fabio crashes out in his own MotoGP, uh, which is unfortunately. Marcus gets taken by Martin for fourth, and the winner is Martin in second position. Is Brad Binder, who's been strong for like two races now, yeah, and in third position is Bagnaya. So, Martin had it in him this weekend a little bit. He just literally checked out of them in that sprint race. So, that was really, really fantastic. Good to see. They didn't really, obviously, focus on Martin watching the race because they ended up just watching Binder, Bagnaya, Marina and Marquez because that, that little battle for... They were shifting around all yeah, the time. So, that, that was a good... It was a good race. And, again, another example of where the sprint race seems like it's all of a sudden getting a little bit more interesting than watching the real race, which yeah. I don't think they wanted that effect, but that's what's happened. So going into the main race, which yeah, was interesting actually should, this round. They should just make like both, they should have two races and they should be sprint races. No, that's not enough. Like, you can't do that. Why? It would make it more exciting. Uh, so into the race one, uh, Peko again from Paul. Uh, this time Marquez stomps into the lead and takes the takes some round on the first lap uh, followed by Miller Miller takes the lead from Marquez and he jumps and jumps back into first a fantastic racing and Marquez looks good on the new Calax chassis Miller that get Miller then gets into the lead and looks great looks great and behind them Vinales and Peco are having a battle and I think they like have a little bit of a ding dong for a couple of laps and then unfortunately Vinales crashes into Peco Peco crashes into Vinales Anyway, it ended up with fisticuffs in the gravel. And then the Kiston made up on the scooter about one minute later. So I don't think there were no punishment sanctioned for that. Uh, heated in the pit, in the in the sand. Uh, I think that Pecco, like well, Vignales pit. thought it was Pecco's fault. Pecco probably said, well, there was a gap. Yeah. Bitter, you watch it in slow motion, you can think, well, what's, what's Pecco trying to do there? Who knows? is going to be there and then you could also turn your head to the side and look at Vinales and think well you knew that Pecco were going to come across there and you put your bike there anyway the Kiston made up in 
the paddock after getting off at school, which were quite funny, I thought, really. But yeah, it was good to actually see that. Alex Marquez crashes into Marina, and then they're scrambling on the track, a bit of a nightmare crash uh, in the middle of the track, and a few bikes whizzing past. Alex Marquez and um, Marina managed to get away with it. Uh, luckily, they're like looking up at the track, and not a lot of riders are coming, or they can see from far away. So it's, yeah, very hairy moment. Bezeki touches Marquez, and as the stewards are deciding on what to do, I think it takes them two laps. Uh, Bezeki takes another rider in front, and then they put on uh, Bezeki's dash that he's got to drop a place. But by the time that they say that he has to drop a place, Marquez weren't actually behind him, so they punished him for bumping Marquez, and Marquez should have technically got that place back. I think they made it. I think they put the wrong. It should have been the timed penalty because if the penalty was for Marquez and to benefit Marquez, Marquez did not benefit from that whatsoever. He had to sit behind. He had to sit behind him, mm. and he swapped positions. I forgot who it was with, and Marquez still was still in the same position. He still lost a position. In fact, he lost two positions. Yeah. Uh, so that were a bit of a mess up. Martin then goes into second and takes Miller for the lead. Martin takes Miller and um, Miller puts his hand up. Looks like he's got a problem with bike. Yeah. Um, and he starts like dropping down order a little bit, getting to like fifth. And Marquez is now battling with Martin for second, and he eventually takes him. Miller crashes out. I don't know if that's been confirmed that there was a problem with the bike, but Miller crashes out, which is couple of it he's been strong there and then, then like yeah. something's gone wrong or he's crashed then marquez crashes out uh i don't know what position marquez were in i think he were in a podium position so and it, the race finishes and it goes he, he hurt himself this time no no no, no just crashing knows. out pushing and both times he's crashed this week and i think i showed you him crashing uh in yeah. practice and like the press were like really grilling him, like, "Oh, what you you crashing again? And what you crashing for? You know what happens or whatever not." And I think he like said in Spanish, "Yeah, if I'm not pushing, if I'm not pushing, how do you expect me to? What did he say?" Yeah, I do expect me to like, I'm, I'd rather crash. And, he, and so he said that in the he said that in qualifying or practice, mm. I've got to push. I'm pushing because I'm trying to win the race and I'm trying to get better my lap times. And then after he crashed, he got grilled about that again, and he said he'd rather crash. And cup and not finish, mm. then not crash and come eighth or tenth, which just shows you how much he wants to win. Mm. <laughs> which is right in a way, isn't it? Yeah, and he's just saying, well, if you're in, in what do you want me to do? I think he like called out the press a little bit, like saying you're grilling me here for crashing, and like you'd also be grilling me if I come eighth. <laughs> yeah. Say, oh, you're still injured. So that was another interesting French MotoGP. So we watched that. We watched the sprint race. Uh, which was really good on that Saturday night. Uh, I put like a WhatsApp message out and we all come and watch it around at our own and, yeah. and like a group of We about, had like a fleet coming over, didn't Fleet we? of people coming over to watch more GP, which were pretty cool. Uh, then I had to turn it off on Saturday because we were all racing. Hudson were just due out roundabout when the MotoGP started. So yeah. we turned it off. No social media. Mm. And we watched it on Sunday night because we actually got back, we got back really early, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So... We will move on to the, where have I got to go? I've got to go to the fantasy results. So after we've talked about the fantasy, mm. sorry, the MotoGP, we'll go to the fantasy results. Results. 
So in the fantasy results, fantasy results, I will say that again. I'm not going to edit that out. Vladar GP is on 765 points. Do you want to read some of these out? Uh, yeah, so we got Rambo Racing in second place. Uh, he's flying the flag. Doing really good. 716 points, 0.25. Yeah. CR91's in third position. Bob the Milk on 707 points. So that's the Brits Motor GP Brits guy. GP. We've tried to get him to change the name. Uh, in fifth position is Late Breakers uh, from Canada. He's on 674, so a little bit off of the top, like five there. Uh, we can't write, read. We can't read all them out because there is 50 three members but we will go down the list and highlight some people that are in there who we know so we will go down and in 16th place sorry no 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 in 14th position is alana so they're, they're actually in order now yeah. so alana's in 14th position so we'll have a little quick look at her team so she's got jorge martin marco bezeke maverick vinales and alex marquez still I don't think we could change it. We're asking, and I think we're putting Bezeki for that one. Mm. She's turned into a bit of a Mooney fan. I think she had Marina, and now she's got Mooney. She's got it from you. You're like all over. I got moon. it from Steve. Um, so I'm in 16th position. Uh, so we'll go through a little bit more. So in 20th is. Uh, so we've got Luca in 20th, and then right behind him. We got Steve, which is Luca's dad. It says him twice, so I don't know why. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. So well, Luca's dad right, right behind him. How many points are separating them two? Uh, four point five. Four point five. Point five. Uh, in 23rd position is Mum. So she's doing well there. Mm-hmm. Your bang above Mum. Bang below Mum. Well, bang below, yeah. And then we got uh, S20 Racing, which is my uncle. Um, who come to watch us this weekend, which were good. No, not this weekend. Oh, no, not this weekend, sorry. Uh, but he's been coming to watch us on the rounds. And is there any more that we can see on there? I don't think so. Mike Carr, 43, 43rd. Sprocket Racing. Uh, I can't see any more. Where's... Chloe Jones in 38th position. Jack Newton's mum in 50th position. And unbelievably, he seems that he's joined both fantasy leagues and done exactly this. Let's have a look at his team. Is it Jack Newton's in 53rd position? So he's got Vinales, Espargo, Nakagami, and Fernandez. It's not even a bad team. Mm. We said this last time. It's not even a bad team, is it? Look at his constru- constructors that he's got. Yeah. Well,. I don't know about having Repsol under there, but that's it's, not it's bad. It's better than having what I've got. I've got, I've got um, gas gas. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet gas gas have got more points than under. Really? Do you want to bet? Seven point five points for under. Seven point seven five points. So let's have a look. Let's have a little look. See if we can find that. While we wait, where are you? You're that far uh, down. I can't uh, find uh, you. Twenty seventh. Where am I going? Twenty fourth. 26 points. So Gas Gas more. Yeah, only 10 more. Oh, gas Gas has got more. Yeah, yeah. Gas Gas has got well, 10 more. You need more. to get Gas Gas in. You need to get out, don't you? So that summarises the it's MotoGP cheaper. Fantasy League. So, again, this is a bit of a bumper episode. 
Next, we're going to cover the Bemzet Snetterton Ninja results from Zach Weston. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a brief rad report for race one, race two, race three, race four. Fantastic going to see Zach there. We're really good at going to support him. First time we've ever been to Snetterton as well. Mm. Quite a decent track for viewing. Um, really enjoyed it actually. Good weekend. Yeah, good weekend. Mixture of weather, raining. Mixture of weather, yeah. Went really nice. Riding around at night and we came in and it was. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, I can remember that. It was bombing it down and I came in and I was literally like soaked, soaked to the core. Soaked to the core. Reactor. So it really good there. Hudson was there. Luca was. Hudson and Luca, like. I mean, like, Zach helps out Hudson and Luca loads. Yeah. So kind of returning the favour, but it's really good as well, like, going there. Mm. It's good seeing how, like, a little bit of bigger bike racing works. Absolutely rammed paddock. Mm. Hugely rammed paddock. It, it, it think about how many people were further down as well. For, for, yeah, like, they were, we were on a massive, like, road, a straight road, all the way down to the entrance, which you come over the bridge. It packed. And it were packed, and it was just sidecars, like, the side of this road. It was, like, four, uh, bang straight. Four road. races... Loads of racing to watch. A couple of the people that we knew that we've come across before. So Harrison, not not the Harrison that we know from flat tracking, but another Harrison. I think he rides in BSB. Mm. I don't know if he's a BTC rider, but he were he were there. Harrison, I, McKay. Okay. It's McKay. It's ringing a bell. Though. Desai. Desai is the one that we know from flat tracking. Yeah, Harrison. McKay. So it's Harrison McKay. I bet you would see him. This, I bet you would see him at B, BTC. Anyway, so we will go into. The race report. So we've actually got an upcoming blog, vlog coming out for this as well. Yeah. Um. Again, we're trying to keep things momentum on and whatever not, and all of a sudden I've got five blog vlogs that I need to edit. We will go into this in the race report. So Hudson's help has helped us write this because we've had to remember what happened. Like Hudson and Zach were like uh, Hudson and Luca were there like spotters going out on track. Yeah. You didn't even watch any. You didn't even watch a single race with me all weekend. Yeah, me and Luca. Not one. Yes. Not one at all. So I have my, I have my little. I had a phone rack on my handlebars, and then I had my binocular in my like thing, my bottle holder underneath. Mm. Um, and then me and Luca go to ride like right to the end of the hill, and we went right to the top, and he had his binoculars, and I had like my telescope, and we'd look round and watch him. And Next then, time, we forgot, didn't we? Can you remember what, what we found, like, right at the end of the weekend? We found the walkie-talkies, didn't we? Yeah. And we Which we would have made like, it easy. I know everybody's got it, mobile phones, but it yeah. would have made it a little bit better with walkie-talkies. Yeah, if me and Luca would have had then it would have been a bit better. So, we will eventually roll into that. So, into the Bemsey Snetterton Ninja results. So, this class is like a mixed class. So, there's Ninja 400s, which are the seniors in that, or Ninja 300s, I think, the seniors as well. And there's also outright juniors in this class. So... After getting into after getting second overall and first in class in qualifying, uh, Zach started the race on the front row. He had a great start, but unfortunately, I think it was two or three turns in, he got taken out by a rider. Uh, a few riders actually come off because it were a bit dicey conditions, weren't they? Yeah. Um, the race were red flagged. Everybody was okay, but the race were red flagged. Zach managed to get back to the pits. We tried to frantically fix the bike, yeah. but unfortunately. Zach couldn't get to the scrutineers in time and he probably missed it by like two minutes so he got to pit lane and uh, the race had started so he were intending on trying to start from pit lane 
uh, you have to have your bike checked over after you've had it crashed, which is right, uh, and you missed the start by probably two minutes. So we like fix. Well, I say we. I only fix the screen, but you mm. you guys were cleaning up mud off the bike. We oh we did the screen, yeah. didn't we? So me, you me, and me, me, you and Z- me, you, Zach and Luca did the screen. Yeah, oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and then it were Nick and Steve on the peg because the foot peg were like it snapped, so they got up. a new anger. Yeah. So we're super stressful. Oh my gosh! Wow. But good in good in hindsight to what happened. So yeah. we fast forward to race two. So race two, and again we said this, and it's coincidental that we we've kind of done this this weekend for us that when we were there. What did Zach do? It's done. Hmm. Never like moped around about it. Yeah, it was done. Yeah, and then he, we've he done did. exactly the same our weekend there. What's done is done. What's done? You can't change anything. Let's go again. And that was Zach's mentality. A couple of weeks before in this race, like mm. he weren't moping around that night, so they were well that evening, or for the rest of the afternoon. Anyway, the races got pushed and pushed and pushed, and there were a few more delays, a few more crashes because it was a bit dicey weather. Um, and race two, which Zach was ready to go out next, mm. got moved to the morning the next day. Yeah, so it came over, came over like yeah. he were ready, he were yeah, ready to he go. He were ready. He were he were like yes, here we go. You're in mental state. And then it came over like the phone tannoy and the tannoy. And it were like, it looks like race 14. I think that was the number. Yeah, something crazy. Is going to be moved to first tomorrow, race tomorrow. First race tomorrow. Which, for that, that's good. You know what I mean? But yeah, it were, I, would, I would say it were like up and then down, like to feel that. Probably Zach wanted yeah. to really, really race there. Zach, Zach were like, he were ready. He was. Yeah, that, that must he be good. Ready to but again, go out there. Obviously, it. it didn't really affect him as we'll pan out through the yeah. through the race report. So the next day, Zach was warm up and the first raid out. They did a revised schedule. Zach was race one. So obviously, we knew this on the day before. Zach had to start from the sixteenth, uh, seventh row of the race, uh, and that was because I believe we were the highest polling senior. So there were that many people that didn't finish. They lodged it back, I think, to qualifying time mm. to decide on where you were. Because I think there were like 10 people that come off. Yeah, so... So there were 10 people that didn't lodge times. But Zach had the fastest, like, junior time or in, in qualifying. Yeah. So they, they had to say, right, well, the fastest rider from qualifying because yeah. nobody's lodged the time is Zach. And so he got, fortunately, up the grid a bit. Yeah. But he was still row seven. Still, so Still quite far back. He, he had to um his objective were obviously progress up as best he could uh, and set him up basically better for a better race three and race four because it were obviously difficult to start from there mm. Zach seemed to have had a little bit of other ideas and I'm saying that was the objective that's what I thought his objective would be not that I were involved in any type of tactics or talking to him uh, yeah. but you would expect He's just going to try and do his best in this one, progress a little bit up the grid. And yeah. Zach had other ideas. Uh, he made a fantastic progress, getting into a podium position, and he was taken, uh, podium position in class, by the way, and he was taken on the last lap for third in class, which he was actually, I wouldn't say deflated about, but we were a little bit gutted that yeah. he lost third in class on the last lap. Me and Luca were like, yes, 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 no! Like, yeah. he were on the last lap, it were... It were like guttering, but 
hey ho with his mentality again he was like here we go we're going again for the last two yeah he, he progressed really good so into race three this time obviously nearly 10 positions up the grade he was starting in eighth position yeah great start he was in the mix and eventually getting up to first in class and he took the win and come and he come third overall racing with adults as well it was fantastic for him to get a win over the weekend which were kind of two races wrote off but to get a win I wouldn't even say two races wrote off because like fourth like in bad mm, yeah. is it really that, considering that, is... that you had to start as far back as you did yeah um, and it set him up perfectly for race four so in race four starting back on the front row uh, Zach had one objective it was to secure another win uh, in class which is exactly what he did so that were a drama-filled weekend. Was that more stressful than watching us racing? Uh, no. Or was it more stressful when you're involved? More, but more it were stressful. stressful. Yeah. I did feel sorry for him because he did get thrown like, right in deep end first race. I was like, no. But he fought back and he got... Uh, he got two wins. Two wins. So two wins in class. Good haul of points. Decent, yeah. Really yeah. decent. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting watching that second time we've gone to Bemsey. We will be visiting Bemsey again over this season. Um, I think we've got to do I forgot when next one is, but yeah, we'll we definitely be going again. Really good watching him, really amazing watching him. I mean, yeah. that, that ninja. Oh, yeah, another fun little thing that we had to do that uh, we had another bike that we had to go and take to be dynoed. So I rode the bike through the paddock to take it to be dynoed. I just want to point that one out. It's the first time I've rode he, a road he, bike he for years. I absolutely loved it. So he rode down. I could have, well, we loved the scooter. <laughs> we loved the scooter, and then he got the permission to ride down this, what were it? Were it 400? 400, that way. He, so he rode it down. And he was like, he stopped him. Did you stop him first? No, oh, no, set, okay, set, I got set, in second. He set off in second. Um, I set off in second yeah, first set, time. Set off in second because you didn't know how to do gears. So you rode it down. <laughs> oh, no, you've just taken it, Mick, now. Well, well, anyway, we'll move no, on no, from no. that. You rode back and then and then we we said about the quick shifter. And you were like, oh, I'm going to try that out. So you we'll rode, get a little bit. Oh, we couldn't get quick shifter. weren't working. Oh, no, it weren't working, but you rode down like the... Near proper the main roadish proper bit. main roadish bit, and you, you could get a bit of speed. Not not that fast. It were fell quite, fast. Fell fast, yeah. But nine hundred mile an hour. Yeah, I, I was following on Luca's bike, like Whoa. yeah, yeah. That puts it right into perspective, doesn't it? That Hudson and Luca were following on the push bikes. So another fantastic weekend and a jam-filled podcast, longest one that we've had to do for a while, but we needed to get everything in there. So I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We've been having amazing numbers on the last few podcasts, um, which has been really good. Sorry for the delay. I'm not getting this one out until today. Mm. Um, if you'd like to like and subscribe, leave a review. If you're listening on iTunes or um, or Spotify, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to click the like button and subscribe on that or whatever you need to do on there. Hudson's social media is HKC217. Smash any of them wherever you like and follow. Yeah. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Snapchat, wherever you find it. Got plenty of little videos and clips, and you'll be able to see that clip that I'm on about where Hudson's amazing start from his British mini bike race. So on that note, we will see you at the next one. Don't forget to head over to Hudson's channels. We're still doing the vlogs. We're just a little bit behind with the videos. Yeah. We've got two, I believe. In the can? Yeah, two in the can. Two in the can waiting to come. So we've got upcoming, and we will do them in order. We've got 
the Snetterton blog, which is what we've just been talking about there, and then we've got the Rower Round. Yeah. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you at the next one. <laughs>